over the crowd. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 94th annual Matt and Bob's Oscar Extravaganza podcast. It's the Oscar Bet podcast. Let's go. All right. Oh, boy. I've been waiting for this revenge. <laughs> sweet, sweet I'm revenge. joined by my bucket-shitting friend, Bob. I did shit in the bucket. So, okay, let's get this set out. At the analysis here, your favorite movie and TV podcast, we do an annual Oscar bet. It started a few years back, the year of Roma, and each year we try to have the loser almost in the same vein of a fantasy football. When when someone loses their fantasy football, they've got to get a tattoo or they've got to walk around in a Speedo with a sign that says I'm a loser. We try to do something depraved to embarrass the person who loses this bet that's just between the two of us. Correct, Hayes. A lot of crossover between fantasy football enthusiasts and Oscar uh, movie and TV fans. Yeah, we're really hitting this very specific <laughs> niche. Yes, that is correct. Here. So, no, we used to do weighted categories, 25 points for best picture, 15 for actress. This is all equal footing. One point every category. Whoever gets the most categories white, right wins. With a little caveat, every year we try to get some locks in. So before pre-nominees, pre-any awards handed out, you must... Call your shot on a movie you just saw and say, I think this is going to win this, this, and this. Uh, we can get to those first, maybe, since I just talked about it. But so you, our locks. Yes, but, but let's, let's before we get to locks, let's talk about what is being wagered this year. Right, so the year right. that we did Roma, uh, in that, the, the year that that movie was a popular contender, there was a scene where a man was nude, bow staff fighting uh, before he had sex. And so as the loser that year, I bought a nude suit, which looked like a hairy man's nude body, and, and I put that over my own nude body, and I had to reenact the bow staff fight. The next right. year, I lo- Marriage Story. I lost. Uh, it was Marriage Story themed. Uh, in, in the movie, Adam Driver gets up uh, to a crowded bar and does some karaoke to Being Alive, the, the show tune song. And uh, so Bob was in town. We went to uh, a karaoke spot I frequent. And uh, as the loser, I had to <laughs> stop everything, uh, uh, requests, because it's not, it's not you know, no karaoke uh, guy no. would, would have this show tune song. So I had to stop everything, have them throw it up on the, the projector on, on YouTube and just sing along uh, to a muted YouTube clip. Absolutely brutal. Total record screech. Everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, Total. We also had to chug a whiskey sour before going on. Yes, we tried to we tried to connect once upon a time in Hollywood as well. And then last year the stakes were never higher and we I don't think we've reached the, the stakes of last year. But uh Francis McDormand, Nomad Land, shits in a bucket. Meanwhile, in Minari there is a character that was referenced as a bucket shitter. So the loser had to <laughs> walk into the middle of a field with a Lowe's bucket and take a Friend shit. Friend of the pod, Greg Ott, was witness. Uh, he helped pick out the bucket and the field. I think the field was... Couldn't have asked for a better field. That was exactly yes. what I was looking for. Exactly. What we, 
Me as the loser, of course, had to shit in the bucket. So this year, what's on the on the line, we really couldn't think of something from any of the nominated movies that was super depraved or uh, really worthy of this bet. But all throughout Oscar season, we've been mocking the underdog story, the Kurt Warner movie. The movie so this nobody year, uh, uh, asked for. <laughs> The movie no one asked for that was released in the same month as or the same day as the James Bond movie. Yeah. So it's like, who the fuck is going to see the Kurt Warner movie? But anyway, so the loser this year has to buy a 90s or an early 2000s Kurt Warner uh, Rams replica jersey, uh, cut a, a shitty goatee into their beard. And I was even thinking uh, to up the stakes a little bit, you have to buy the DVD and then walk around to at least 13 people and, and talk about the film's merits uh, on the street. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's the bet this oh, year. Oh, I thought it was to like live stream a, a viewing like uh, we could do that watch too. the movie while live streaming your reactions <laughs> but i think having to go to explain to people how great the movie <laughs> is on the street <laughs> and film it yeah god yeah like man on the street hey have you seen yeah. the... <laughs> hey, let, me, let me talk to you about the underdog story kurt warner have you heard of kurt warner <laughs> it's so much more embarrassing than shitting in a bucket with no one else watching <laughs> Yeah, I put it on the internet. That, that anyway, would be, that so. would be pretty funny. All right, all right. Those are the stakes. Stakes are laid Stake, down. Right, stakes are pretty high. I don't want to do that for sure. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> God, I, I really I can't really lose this year. <laughs> lock. All right, here we go. All right, let's lock them in. So all right, let's so, get back to the locks. Our locks this year. Um, let's get back. So let's see. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, we're gonna start with Bob's locked for actor in a supporting or actor in a. In a lead role. So we both saw King Richard on HBO Max. I thought it was great. Uh, Bob, you were convinced that this is Will Smith's year. He was going to win. You locked in Will Smith. I I was a little trippy today. I wanted to see Benedict Cumberbatch in Power of the Dog. Um, just because he was getting a lot of hype and still is. I, it's definitely a two-horse race between these two guys. You're locked into Will Smith. You can't change that, nor would you probably want to. Uh, I'm also going to join you, Will Smith. I just think that... Okay, so you're hedging the bet. Uh, I'm hedging a little bit. I, uh, just because I'm not a huge fan of Power of the Dog, uh, and I think Benedict Cumberbatch, despite all his plaudits, uh, is not the greatest thing about it, um, even... No. So I'm definitely, I want to vote for Will Smith. I think Will Smith will win, and I'm going to pick him to win. Will Smith uh, currently sitting at 26% favored on this New York Times website that you sent me here. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch at 40. Yeah. So, but if Will Smith is able to pull it off, then I would get an extra point on my ballot. So that would be a two-point banger because of the lock. Two-point banger, yeah. Extra, so yeah. A, an extra correct, correct pick. Uh, other nominees okay. here: Denzel Washington, Tragedy Macbeth, Andrew Garfield, tick, tick Boom. I think he's probably in third place. Andrew Garfield campaigning hard. And right then now. Javier Bardem. I mean, there's so many other people that could have been in this spot. Yeah. Like just. Yeah, he's the fifth place. What like uh, you didn't see Card Counter, but I, I, Oscar Isaac and Card Counter would have been cool here. Uh, the the lead actor in Drive My Car. I mean, just just kind of not a great not a great uh, fifth yeah. nominee. Um, so that's locked in. Now should we jump to mine? I, I let's do yours. Okay. So you did a parlay, did a parlay, and this is for three points. So this is an ambitious parlay. parlay. So th- hey, this parlays. is this is for three. So a plus two. And all these have to hit. So I um, 
I saw Dune in uh, in a regular theater, Santa Barbara. I thought it was fine. I, I went back to a re-release in IMAX. And I was blown away, and I was convinced that this is the new Mad Max Fury Road, a technical marvel that's going to steamroll the below the line Oscars, and my my ballot will uh, show that. But so uh, as soon as I got out of that screening, I was like, Dune is winning sound design. It's winning score, it's winning production design, and cinematography. Those were the four. All four of those have to hit for me to get a plus two. Um, I actually thought that was a plus three for you. I'm not sure. Did we agree on that? Uh, so so uh, plus three for me, plus two for you on Will Smith. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yours is much more uh, elaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. So I get I get one point for each and then plus three. You get You get one point for Will Smith plus two. Yeah, if all those hit, you pretty much win. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so are you? Let's go. Let's go to. We'll go to sound design first. We got Belfast. Okay. We got Dune. No time to die. The power of the dog and West Side Story. I actually rolled with No Time to Die. Oh, cool. Yeah. So just from random random going against the grain i I almost thought west side story here Uh, i just recently watched west side story so i had to fight that bias i watched it over the weekend here really close to oscar time so a lot of my kind of technical currency is is with west side story but no time to die all the guns all the explosions all the car revvings and and all of that stuff i just i just dumped it in no there. time to die got a lot of love at the baftas for like editing and sound editing and, and a lot of that stuff so i mean the you know baftas love a love a bond film but i would love mm-hmm. to see this win some stuff so that's a cool that's a cool vote i love that yeah, so we're already starting to diverge. Big time. Let's go. Uh, yes. We'll go to original score here. So nominees are Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. The guy that did uh, Power of the Dog, um, I'm going to blank on his name, but he, he's the Radiohead guitarist and he works with uh, PTA a lot. So he did uh, There Will Be Blood, which I love that score. And this is more of a banjo version of There Will Be Blood. I think that's probably sitting at number two, if I had to guess. Um, I'm always, I'm, I'm locked into Dune. I just, I love the score. I, I think they, um, Hans Zimmer had to invent uh, instruments to create this thing. I just, I, I love that. I, I listen to this thing all the time. When, when, when I went to Death Valley, this was all I listened to. It was kind of cool to be out there and, and, and just feel that. Guy high off his ass, wandering around listening to film scores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Slog here, so I went with your boy. Power which, of the Slog. Uh, yeah, right now um, on the New York percentage app, Encanto at 52% uh, favorite. Yeah, so, Encanto. Uh, we, we might both be off here. Encanto is the uh, Disney Plus uh, or Disney animation um, uh, film. Have you seen it? Just watched it tonight. It's incredible. It's awesome. I actually think it's better than Moana in terms of uh, recent Pixar musical. I kind of enjoyed it more than Frozen, but Frozen's not for me. It's for little girls. Yeah. But I think uh, I really enjoyed Encanto. I'm surprised. Um, I didn't know that you'd be into them. I, I mean, I really liked it as well. Um, but the, um, the I think the number one song on the Billboard Top 100 forever was uh, was a song from Encanto. It was, oh, we, we don't talk about Bruno was like a, a smash yeah, yeah. hit uh, and i, I yeah. had no idea 
All right, cool. So it was very, very Lin Manuel E. Yeah, if that makes sense. But that's not the song that's nominated, which is also no. It's because we'll they uh, they they submitted for the nominees for original song um, prior to the film being released. So Dos Origuit. Oh my gosh, the the song from that's nominated from Encanto is uh, Origuitas. Yeah, that's that's like kind of the the emotional linchpin of the movie. So they that's why they they nominated that. But they probably would have kind of gotten a lot more votes had it been uh, we don't talk about Bruno but anyway uh so let's just finish up yeah, these so locks here you went you you went with dune I went with slog for score uh-huh. power of the slog uh I think that yeah I think those it's between those two all right so then uh, to finish up the my dune parlay here we'll we'll go cinematography which I'm convinced this wins although I love this category dune nightmare alley power of the dog tragedy Macbeth West Side Story, all are beautiful for different reasons. Um, I think uh, you can make the case for any of these. Maybe not so much Nightmare Alley. It's a, it's a little too blue, you know. It's not really authentic, I guess. And the colors mm-hmm. in West Side Story, the amazing black and white noir of Tragedy Macbeth, the the the, the landscape of Dune, the the all, all that stuff, and then you got Power of the Dog is just uh, pretty beautiful as well. I think it's my favorite category this year, mm-hmm. quite honestly. Like, even normally ours is the screenplays, yeah. the best original and adapted, but I think this year, cinematography, I think it was the biggest uh, achievement in of the year. any of the particular categories, yeah. But I also went Dune here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's... God, I can't say this enough. Just this movie in NIMAX was the coolest thing I saw all year. My favorite movie was No Time to Die just because of the the the, the buildup and my me getting jazzed for Bond films, but right behind that was Dune and IMAX. So impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. All right, so Dune cinematography, and then yeah, one last one here: production design. The nominees are Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy Macbeth, and West Side Story. Uh, production design. What, what what do you kind of what does that mean to you? I mean, it used to be called art direction. Was the category? Yeah. So the the carnival themes or when you think about in in nightmare alley when you think about him going through that like fun house maze and you've got the set the, design yeah the the set and you've got the rain coming through the holes and it kind of spills over his hat or when you think about dune and you think of those cavernous castles that they you know it's that that it's yeah the the look of the the set that they're playing on. I actually went with Nightmare Alley on this. Okay. I, I'm I'm thinking of like very specific images that made me inspired for it. So it's like you've got that like the the, the cross right when they they jump them up they they drop the the first geek off in the alley and you've got that like center cross. I think just a, a lot of the the look of it. I think that. Del Toro has had other production designs win in the past. So I went with Nightmare Alley. All right, cool. And then uh, you want to let's let's let you go first on some other ones here. Um, Let's jump to the shorts. Okay, so we did we did our locks would cover quite a bit because of the parlay. So we'll we'll go into the shorts here. Um, I'll start with uh, animated and then uh, we'll switch on and off. So Short film, animated, Affairs of the Art, Bestia, Box Ballet, Robin Robin, The Windshield Wiper. I saw all of these except Box Ballet. I don't think it's available yet. 
Um, my favorite for sure was Windshield Wiper uh, because yeah. it's the same guy that consulted on uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which I think is really, mm-hmm. I just love that. It looks like rotoscoping, but it's not, which is super impressive to me. Um, and uh, I just love the look of the, that digital art that he's able to bring. Um, I'm going to vote, I'm going to pick Robin Robin. Uh, me too, just for the Netflix element. It's on Netflix. It's got a lot of exposure. It's stop motion. It looks cool. It's got great. Julian yeah, Anderson. A lot of great voice talent. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely a crowd pleaser. It's also longer. Yeah, it's crowd pleaser. It's a lighter story. If anyone found so. this over the holidays, I mean, that would have just been a, fam- a family favorite for sure. I'm not sure. Absolutely. If, if Netflix promoted it well enough or if the, the algorithm were able to find families for this to pop up on but i think a lot of people would enjoy this over the holidays yeah it's almost like that like Mankin and bass or what were they called those it's like it's made out of like stop motion felt puppets yeah this robin who is trying to live in a family of mice and steal a christmas star for hope and i like the the little jingles the little songs they sing are pretty good yeah um all right so you got uh Short, Robin Robin. So short film, live action. Uh, the nominees, The Dress, The Long Goodbye, On My Mind, Please Hold, and then Allah, Kachu, Take and Run. What, what, what are you going with? So the only one that I've seen is Long Goodbye. I was able to find it on YouTube, but it's Riz Ahmed. It's pretty hardcore. I know he's also done, there's kind of some like, beat poetry that he speaks at the end of it which he's done on some late night tv shows so just star power in the live action sort category i went with riz ahmed and the long goodbye i'm gonna go long goodbye as well yeah riz ahmed just uh you know our, our boy loved him in uh what was that the the, the hearing movie um uh, sound of metal sound of metal actually a lot of a lot of uh, even more deaf and sign language themes this year because you've got Riz Ahmed here you've got in the documentary short you've got Audible and then you've got Coda of course which we'll we'll probably talk about later here but um yeah I I had to rewatch this a few times the uh the beatbox uh the spoken word thing at the end was so cool and you weren't Mm -hmm. you weren't really expecting it I it's pretty easy I wasn't expecting anything that happened in the last it's only 10 minutes long but the last five minutes, I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, Just keeps building in terms of a nightmare. I think the betting favorite is is this and Taken Run, which I guess has more of like a, a an arc and a story. Taken Run is about um, what's well, a, sh- a short film, obviously about uh, a woman that's kind of like kidnapped and forced to marry. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, all these just seem kind of intense. Even the animated's too. I mean, I don't know if you saw Bestia, but I mean that was really dark um all right cool so, i i did not see it but i heard it's pretty hard yeah i i think in general this is this is me getting up on a soapbox if you ever have a chance try to look up some of these shorts because the last couple years matt and i have been really actively be, basically for this conversation but we've been watching them and they are a lot of times just a gut punch <laughs> emotionally it sometimes are really sweet or inspiring at 15 or 20 minute bangers yeah. i i really like them i like uh when they release them in theaters you can just watch them all in like an hour and a half sort of showing last mm-hmm. year that animated there was the two animated movies that were so awesome the, the one that so good i forget the name but just like there was like that triangle and just slowly pan down and all that shit like, going on 
Depravity. Yeah, it was like a yeah, it was a South Korean one that was so good. And then there was a couple of sh- uh, the live action shorts which were uh, super strong. Yeah, as well. yeah, last year was really good. Um, okay, and then finally, documentary short subject: Audible uh, on on Netflix, Lead Me Home on Netflix, Queen of Basketball, which you can find on YouTube, Three Songs for Benzir, which is also on Netflix, and then When We Were Bullies, which I couldn't find. Um, and it's supposed to be really. Yeah, I've good. seen all of the other ones. Uh, when We Were Bullies, supposed to be really good. Um, I'm going with, and I, I really liked Audible. I'm gonna go with the Queen of Basketball. Yeah. Just because it looks, we're holding surf it here. It looks like a, a favorite. It's got the Title Nine element to it. I I just even think with like Brittany Griner right now and just more mm-hmm. visibility. I don't know if you know the story of Brittany Griner, yeah. the uh, WNBA star that's being held over in Russia right now. But it's just the the emphasis on female sports. You've got the soccer team, the women's national soccer team, getting equal pay finally. I just think it's it's of a time it's more inspirational like audible is about a football team for a all deaf school in maryland and they're also overcoming the bullying and suicide of one of their friends it's 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 a sports movie but it's pretty hardcore yeah and so yeah i think the other one's a little more uplifting for sure uh it, it's it's you know it's uh the first uh female basketball player to be drafted by, by an NBA team. She refused to go and because she probably rightly assumed it was a publicity stunt and, you know, yeah. she wasn't going to get on the court. But it would have made her some money. And, I, I, and she turned it down, so she was an Olympian. She she scored the first point or the first basket of the of female Olympics, I think. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a really, yeah. really cool uh, little look at something I didn't really know anything about. Um when we were bullies again, it's a, it's I guess it has more of an arc. There's more of like it's like a mystery. I, I just I kind of want to check it out. It's just not available right now. Um, mm-hmm. So that was documentary short. Let's go to documentary feature. <clears throat> We've got Ascension, Attica, Flea, which is also nominated for international feature. Summer of Soul on Netflix, and then Writing with That's Fire, the Quest Love movie. Quest Love. I'm. Well, what's your pick? Oh, the Summer of Soul is like the runaway favorites one almost every documentary yeah i'm gonna go with that nomination. i did, yeah. did you watch it i haven't yet i haven't had a chance where where can you find it it's on know? netflix summer of soul oh it's on netflix well what the fuck am i doing yeah um <laughs> I, I i watched it so it's it's like while uh woodstock was happening there was a soul you know a uh for people of color festival sort of that got completely uh not covered at all and there's all this footage that Questlove was able to find and cut and really cool i'm just i'm not a huge fan of festivals or festival documentaries it's it's just um it's not as interesting as i like my documentaries to be it's just it's just footage of people performing music which is fine it's kind of i i like the the tagline this you know the the alternative to woodstock i was like i had no idea mm-hmm. anything else was going on that that was this big but it was you know it's a big deal and it was completely not covered at all so obviously there's an angle here but um not a strong documentary care category i usually love this it's usually got some of my favorite movies um i think there's a movie on amazon prime called hero that i don't i'm not sure why isn't nominated but that was an amazing documentary um, okay. I really like Flea. I did see this. Um, it's a so the reason it's it's a documentary. It's international. It's also animated. It's the only movie to be nominated for all three ever. 
So it's uh, a, a documentary uh, a, a, about this guy that didn't want to give up his uh, identity, so they had to animate it. Um, and it uh, mm. talks about a guy escaping uh, Iran, I believe. But anyway, yeah, so I'm going with Summer of Soul as well, just a runaway favorite right now. And uh, Yeah. I'm already risk- it's just too it's too risky. I don't, you don't want to be out on the streets in a Kurt Warner jersey <laughs> trying to convince people <laughs> that, the, that the movie is good. To see the underdog story. Because, because yeah. I voted for Flea instead of Summer of Soul. <laughs> They'd be like, why are you doing this to me? Like, Flea! <laughs> Questlove was right there! Uh, all right, just because it's right next to it on my page here, let's go makeup, a, a, a category I could not care less about. Um, yeah. Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci, uh, simply because Jessica Chastain seems to be a favorite for actress. I'm going Eyes of Tammy Faye, a movie I have not seen and looks lame, but you have seen it. Yeah, and it is lame, and I think be, well, she stands. She spans four decades, so it's like, do you are we going to celebrate nuanced makeup over kind of five year chunks, or are we going to do some sort of wholesale monster type makeup that's happening in Dune and Stellan Sarsgaard? Right, so it's right. like because they've got that huge or the nuanced body makeup of, of um, you know House of Gucci with uh, you know Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah, yeah, I just can't. I can't think about Jared Leto in that movie anymore. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Tammy Faye too. I know it's not making for a lot of uh, uh, competitive drama on our board right now. We've, but I we've think got that's... enough. Uh, I think all four of my parlay picks, you went another way except for one. So that that right for, except there. for one. So that's 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 gonna be a, that's gonna be pretty juicy. Cinematography, yeah. production design, and uh, sound design right there. I think. What did you you join me where? You joined me on cinematography. Cinematography. Okay, so. So I did Nightmare Alley for production design. Sound is no time to die, and then score. I went Power of the Soul. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That that's gonna be that right mm-hmm. there. Those three categories. Yeah. So we really started off on a on very different footing, but we're finding a rhythm now in the ballot. But Eyes of Tammy Faye. A lot of people are saying that the makeup's making the performance. I I would uh, be willing to agree with that, having not seen it. But it just it looks like a. a boring movie about what is it preachers is that what it is it, it's yeah it's, uh, evangelical evangelical scammers scammers i just, I just yeah. hate that topic i hate those people i just don't want to see it parodied i, I can't I, I have no patience I, anyway but um film editing ever since we uh sat down and talked with a oscar winning film editor bob has yet to get this category right Yep. <laughs> but, uh, we we talked to two. We talked to Paul Hirsch and we talked to Billy Weber. Oh yeah. Still can't catch. Oh yeah, that's right. Paul Paul Hirsch. All right. So don't look up. Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, it's interesting because you got Don't Look Up and Tick Tick Boom doing the most editing, and then mm-hmm. Dune and Power of the Dog maybe doing the least, and then King Richard is just a well paced, really uh, emotional film that surprising it's in here but now that it is nominated i'm like oh yeah i guess that was really well paced uh i mean i uh, i'm a fan what uh where are you going with here bob do you have any thoughts on the nominees tick tick boom seems to have the most editing happening in it. yeah do you know what won the editorial awards the eddies um i think it was don't look up oh shit okay well i went with tick tick boom you're going tick tick boom. Don't look up. See, I, 
See, Adam McKay has won this before, I think. Um, this is a pretty big precursor of, of a movie. Like, if a movie is nominated for Best Picture, it's unlikely it doesn't win a single award. So that, you know, people that vote for a movie for Best Picture like to give it something along the way, right? Um, so I could see Don't Look Up taking, taking this. Um, yeah. But again, I think Don't Look Up suffers from a little bit of pacing. I think it, it kind of... You, when you start watching that movie, you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be a fun, like, you know, maybe two hours." And it's like it's two and a half to two, you know, two forty-five. It's pretty long for for this satire. And I, I don't get me wrong, I really like that movie. There is a lot of editing. Mm-hmm. You know, the Adam McKay movies, they always like cut to some celebrity in a bathtub uh, describing uh, a really high-end uh, uh, concept. I'm uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Dune. Wow, so he's riding, <laughs> I'm riding the Dune technical hard. wave. The technical wave, Dune here. I what I like about it is how they built they, they so hear me out. So Paul Hirsch, Oscar winner for um Star Wars New Hope. Star Wars. Dune mm-hmm. is the precursor to Star Wars. George Lucas ripped this movie off unabashed or the the story unabashedly. Uh it's so obvious once you see the movie how much Star Wars influence there is. I like yes. the um, the flashbacks, the flash forwards, the uh, uh, um, kind of allu- um, illusions or uh, uh, hallucinations. I think they're kind of built in nicely to the you know this this whole story and, and Paul's sort of journey and kind of what's real and what's not and what's he expecting and what's reality. I I, I kind of I really like the editing. So I'm I'm going yeah. So I'm looking at the Eddies right now, and not that this means much, but best editing feature film dramatic was King Richard, and they they split it up comedy and dramatic, and comedy was Tick Tick Boom. It. Oh, Tick Tick Boom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, something so, one something one editing or uh, don't look up one some sort of an editing award. I'm trying to think about what that is. Uh, mm. Anyway, anyway, not important. So we got the Eddies. Eddies go tick tick boom and King Richard. Okay, yeah, yep. I, I think it's a total toss up. So that's gonna be a fun one to watch. Um, I, I just I don't know. I, I'm just I'm liking Dune for the uh, technical award. Um, let's go now to visual effects. Uh, yeah. All right. So sure. Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, Spider Man, No Way Home. The only nomination for the most watched movie of the year. Most watched movie, maybe of the next few years. I went with Dune for special effects. Yeah. I'm also going worm to monsters. Dune. Yep, I figured you would be. The uh, the worm. Yeah. Uh, it's just incredible. Just absolutely incredible. Worm monster guys. Yeah. Yeah. This has to win. Uh, of of all the ones I picked it for, this is the only slam dunk, and I can't believe I didn't uh, lock this one. I in. think cinematography and special effects are the best achievement of this movie yeah which has a lot of technical achievement i think the se- the sound as well i and and score i don't know i got I'm, I'm just really big on it but yeah so so you're you're mostly just visual effects and, and cinematography mm-hmm. uh, all right so we're both on dune for visual effects let's go to international feature Luana, a yak in the classroom. A lot of talk about a yak in the classroom. It's getting a lot of buzz. I'm just kidding. But Flea, <laughs> The Hand of God, which is a movie I loved, uh, Drive My Car, and The Worst Person in the World. This is a really strong um, yeah. list. Hand of God is great. Um, 
it's by was it paolo sorrentini is that his name um that's on netflix yeah it's really good um drive my car also nominated for best picture uh this is uh, a three and hour... best director it's got to be drive my car yeah it's got to be drive my car i a movie i haven't seen yet but i will see it before sunday uh, the Worst Person in the World I recently watched, and it's uh, one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, I would like to give it something, I just don't know what. Friend of the pod, Jordan Harris, has been pounding the table for that movie as well. He says he loves it. So, Yeah, it's so good. It's from Norway. I, I love the script. I came home from St. Patrick's Day bombed, as you could imagine, and I tried to throw on... Worst person. Did you go to a Greg Ott uh, improv? Yeah, I went to Greg Ott's improv show. It was show. his birthday. It was his birthday. I went to his improv show, uh, shouted obscenities at him while he was trying to ask for suggestions. And then I came home and tried to watch Worst Person in the World and didn't know that it was a foreign language film. And I was like, I can barely <laughs> see, let alone read subtitles right now. So I, I shut it down in 15 minutes. So I still need to get back to that. Uh, yeah, highly recommend, highly recommend the worst person in the world. Uh, it's, it's top five. Um, let's get to our favorite categories, the screenplay. Hey, we're not going to do costumes? This is your, uh, yeah, we can do, yeah, let's do costumes first. Yeah, sorry. Costume design, the nominees, Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. Um, when I saw West Side Story, I was like, this has got to win costuming, um, I've since learned that Cruella is kind of the favorite here. Um, that whole movie's about costumes, Hayes. It's about a fashion designer doing weird fashion stuff. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cool costumes. Um, what you're going Cruella? Yeah, of course. I'm tempted to go Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, please. <laughs> I'm gonna make you stand in a Dune costume on the side of the road. <laughs> the uh, the 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 suits that let you breathe in the or have water in the desert. Um, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, God. fuck it. Let, let's go Dune. You know, wow. you know what? I I love it. I you love know what it. I you know what I read about this actually is that it's hard to win costume design if you're not nominated for production design. Okay. It hasn't happened a lot. Uh, Cruella so, then. I'm I'm going Dune. You're going Cruella. I love it. I fucking love you. Just stand all day. <laughs> A lot of Dune picks for Dune. Uh, okay, let's go to the let's go to our favorite categories: the screenplays. These are usually where our our favorite movies will win awards, and then the Oscars kind of just fuck up the the re- the best picture. It, everything else just goes chalk. But this is where I think. Because the voting body are screenwriters and they know what's good. So mm-hmm. I, I just love that about these. So original screenplay, Belfast, Don't Look, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, The Worst Person in the World. Can make a case for a top five right there. Excuse um, me one at a time, actually. All right, so original screenplay. Um, where where you are you at? Where are you at? Give it to me. Uh, yeah. All right, it's my turn. I'm, uh, I'm going Licorice Pizza. Wow. Cameron Dodge White. Needs a new pair of shorts. <laughs> I'm going. Don't look up. Give me Adam McKay. Okay. Yeah, that's. I. I honestly, I would. Uh, I'd. I want to go. Don't look up. I want to go. Licorice. I want to go. Worst person. I. I would love to. I just want to see who wins. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I. Yeah, I'm jealous. I like that. Don't look up pick. You can always change it. You still have time. 
No, well, I'm I'm gonna go. Stick gonna to go licorice guns. pizza. I, I don't think PTA comes away with nothing here, and let's go licorice pizza. Uh, all right. I think it. It's like one of his weakest scripts. Yeah, oh, that's all right. Do your thing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really torn about it. So I'm, I'm I'm not really locked in, or. I wasn't really convinced about what I wanted to do here, but yeah, we'll roll with those. So mm-hmm. I really like Don't Look Up. I'm kind of tempted to switch, but maybe we'll come back to that. Tempted to switch. Tempted, tempted to, switch. to switch. Adapted screenplay. Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, Power of the Dog. <laughs> I noticed how you leaned into one of those. Now, now, now Bob, there, there's only one unfilmable uh, uh, <laughs> source you. material here. <laughs> Well, I went with slog. Was it power of the slog? You're going power of the slog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, uh, a novel from 1967 has uh, finally adapted into uh, the powerhouse that is power of the dog. I'm gonna go Coda. Okay. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Coda. Uh, it's been on a little bit of a roll. A um, lot of bit of a roll. There's a yeah. there's a reality where Coda gets a lot of these big tickets here. Uh, it's only nominated for three awards, but um, it is building steam, and I think it did win some screenplay awards here, mm-hmm. um, which is why... Won the Best Ensemble at the SAG. It's won the Producers Guild Awards. I think it's a real dancer. It's yeah. kind of... Slogs losing momentum. You don't want to be the front runner. You really don't want to be the front runner going in. The front runners have been losing a bunch the last few years, so... Yeah, um, yeah, like last year with with Parasite, mm-hmm. um, or sorry, that was two years ago. Um, last year doesn't really count, even though I did like the movie that won, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're getting to the big tickets here. Uh, a lot of these are going to go chalk. We've already done Best Actor. Let's start with Actress in a Supporting Role, uh, a, um, a category I'm pretty happy to go with uh, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. Yeah. I think this is it, this is my favorite, and it seems to be the the front runner, which I love when that kind of matches. It just you just feel like this one's gonna get right, you know. So Jesse mm-hmm. Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kristen Why Dunst in Power there? of the Dog, mm-hmm. uh, and then a Johnny Ellis in King Richard. All solid. I just think Ariana DeBose is such a standout here. Absolutely, it's almost it's not even close. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. So lock that. I mean, not lock it in what we're saying but we're both in the same mindset there yeah doing a bit okay actor in a supporting role love where this one's going kirian hines belfast jesse plemons fake seymour hoffman the power of the dog Mm -hmm. jk simmons being the ricardos god what a bad nominee uh (laughs) cody smith miffee power of the dog longtime favorite and troy kutzner Coda. I'm going Troy Kutzner. What yeah. the, be- the best story of the Oscars. Let's go, baby. Fuck you, now, Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Although I I did rewatch Power of the Dog last night. I put the headphones on. I I grabbed myself a cognac. I lit a fire. Grab myself a cognac. I I, s- I sat down and and the first half hour are still it's still a tough hang. It's still pretty rough. But once you know the ending, it's actually really more fun. It becomes like a Hitchcockian uh, that. Um, you know, where the audience knows it, yeah. audience knows something, but uh, the characters don't, and it, it kind of makes it more. I, I kind of get it. I, I actually 
I actually really kind of liked it on the second viewing. Okay. But again, that, that first 44 minutes, like everyone is so miserable. Uh, it's just so tough to kind of get in, get past that first 45. Mm-hmm. But yeah, love this whole Troy Kutzner um, arc uh, narrative. Uh, the movie, it, so my favorite movie, No Time to Die. Dune, obviously a big fan of the IMAX experience. And then uh, uh, Coda. Coda, Coda was my, my biggest emotional reaction to a movie I had this year, I think. I still think I and go back there's there's an arrow pointing back to our conversation on Coda that you can listen to in the Give It a Stream, but I, I think he was really nice. I think he's the emotional core of this movie, but don't forget how much time she spends with that damn music teacher and like in that shitty high school romance. Like there's there's big parts of this movie which are, are like subplots oh, of bad <laughs> high very school. Very hallmarky, yeah. It, it, it's uh, a lot of people are, are kind of saying it's uh you know it's a dumped up it, it, you know it's a nice shined hallmark hallmark that's movie. exactly what it is and so if they're trying to have a more accessible movie win the oscar and have people go see it and go oh, okay like i can hang with the oscars again like maybe that's what they're going for here but i just there's been so many great movies that have not won <laughs> best picture or best adapted screenplay that i like if this one i would just be like how is this winning that type of award so anyway i'm not like a huge coda slappy here but i do think this guy is the best part of that movie so give it to him yeah it, it in you know 10 years ago this this is the only award it would win for sure yeah. and you'd you'd feel pretty good about it how is mr this... v not nominated hmm? <laughs> you call me mr v i have um, a family actress in a leading role we got jessica chastain isa tammy faye olivia coleman the lost daughter penelope cruz parallel mothers nicole kidman being the ricardos and Kristen stewart uh, before we get to Bob's pick, let me. I, so, Kristen Stewart, Penelope Cruz, and Olivia Coleman would be my top three. I would have no idea who to choose. I think they were all amazing. Um, Olivia Coleman, whenever she's nominated, she kind of wins. Penelope Cruz and Parallel Mothers, I've never seen her better than this. It was really good. And then I Kristen Stewart, still. just an incredible Princess Di in what is essentially like the melancholia version of uh, The Crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's completely. Tr- transformed and but but <laughs> jessica chastain's kind of like won everything and it seems seemingly the runaway i i would love to pick one of these one of those three and nicole kidman i i just was not a huge fan but what where are you going i actually thought of all of these and i have not finished another movie that i still have on the to-do list before sunday is finishing lost daughter so i can't comment fully on olivia coleman but I actually think out of all five nominees, Nicole Kidman was my favorite. I also think she's fifth least likely to win this award. I really liked that being the Ricardos movie. I am going to go with Jessica Chastain simply for a a, a ballot move here. Like, I did not like the performance at all. I think it's going to be a weird win. It's going to kind of resemble how I felt with Renee Zellweger, where I'm yeah. like, why is she winning? This is not something that I was connected to or impressed with necessarily, but she's kind of running away with this. So why kill my ballot trying to pick something with my heart? But I, I, I liked Nicole Kidman a lot. I thought you're, I think what you're saying about you're a little more hype on Spencer than I was, but still thought that she was very, very good in it. I, you I think don't know. she's number two. 
I don't know. Well, I haven't seen the Penelope Cruz, and I haven't seen all of the performance in Lost Daughter, so I, I, I can't, I can't like, priority rank right now. But, I mean, I, I, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of momentum for Kristen Stewart right now. Yeah, she, like, didn't even get SAG nominated or something. Or... No, it was the BAFTAs, but that's not oh, super right. surprising because of the yeah. Princess Die angle. Right, right. This is a tough call. I don't. I really don't want to pick something I didn't haven't seen and and probably wouldn't like by all accounts. Um, but go with guess, Olivia yeah. Coleman then. Let's just go Jessica Chastain just for yeah yeah. To... You've made too many weird picks already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, Jessica Chastain. Uh, we actually before we we actually didn't do animated feature. I'm just now remembering. Encanto. Just like uh, that. So. Let's go animated feature real quick before um, we get to director and best picture. Animated feature: Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchell versus the Mich- the Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. What are you gonna go with, Bob? Encanto. I've got a special Encanto. gift, and that gift is picking correct ballots. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna go Mitchells versus the Machines. You're fucking nuts. I'm you're you're dressing up like Kurt Warner. I'm so I'm so certain of this now. <laughs> what? Encanto is fantastic. It's uh, right up there with Soul and some of these other just bangers, dude. I can't believe you're going against Encanto. Uh, I love Mitchells versus the Machines. It also won the uh, animators uh, guild. It won the guild. Oh, okay. The well, what animators. do I know? Let's go Encanto, baby. Uh, I Mitchell's vs. Machines is on Netflix. It's got a lot of uh, exposure there, and it's it's the it's the more original. I think uh, I think it's f- really funny. So I think it could be between these two, and uh, I'm gonna go Mitchell's. You're gonna have a lot of Kurt Warner exposure on the side <laughs> of the street. We'll see, man. We'll see. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. But all right. So for director. This is probably like the the only award where there's actually no one else that's, that could win this. But yeah. Kenneth Branagh, Belfast, um, Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, Jane Champion, Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. I think the the fact that Denny Villeneuve is Villeneuve is not in here, that would be my pick if he was nominated. I think it's the greatest achievement in directing. I think bringing all that together, let alone this an unfilmable script and all the technical stuff. I, I can't believe he's not nominated, but he's not. Jane Champion is look is going to win. So yeah, her. yeah, lock her in. She's got to compete against the guys, uh, Serena Williams. So she's she's out here. <laughs> yeah. She's out here like that late. She's out here like the queen of basketball. She's got to compete against, against the, the guys. Dudes. That's God, she's got to compete against Oscar Robinson. I think any yeah, chance she loses because of that uh, gaff? No, I I was kind of hoping that it might start to turn the tide somewhere else but i just don't think i I just think there's way too much momentum it's not like do do you remember i i don't remember this as clearly but apparently when beautiful mind came out russell crowe was like winning everything and then he punched some dude with a phone in a hotel room and all like it really was like a month or two before the Oscars and it killed his momentum and then all of a sudden Denzel like snuck in there and, and took the the Oscar for training day. But it was oh, like right. it was like it was like like there was like a lot of bad PR happening around Crow at the time. So I think I don't know. Like I, is this Who's is the this only a other person punch? that could win? I, I I would vote Steven Spielberg of these five. Yeah. I, I really liked West Side Story. Also, we haven't said West Side Story a lot here. 
Like, I think I was the only one I had it for. Uh, what did I have it for? Anyway, doesn't matter. Did you, did you go costume? No, you went. No, maybe I didn't have it for anything. Anyway, um, I th- just, I think West Side Story was, was so clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was directed fantastically. So well, so well. But, yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah, Power of the Dog, it's, you know, a, it's a single set in New Zealand made to look like Montana, four actors, and created a, a I don't know, a, I guess a, a considered brilliant film. Okay. Um, and that must, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough to, to judge the directing. I just think something like what Villeneuve did and what Spielberg has done, uh, it just it, so much obviously more impressive. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, and It'll the big guy. Jane Campion. Yep. And then uh, Best Pick. Best Picture, the 10 nominees, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. What do you think about these nominees? I, I think it's a pretty strong year. I think there, there's a lot of B plus, A minuses here. I don't think there's any, any ones that you're like, I, I didn't like this movie at all. Yeah, but there's no, there's nothing I'm cheering for. I think that's my yeah. my overall sentiment. I know we didn't do it at the top, and we'll do it at the end here. But I'm just not like there's nothing. There's no performances that I'm, I'm out here for. There's no movies that like I just loved, and they're going to be in my rotation after this year. Like there's really it, it's kind of a soulless year for me. So where there's not there's not a very low floor. There's also not a very high ceiling. Yeah. Kind of like the draft, NFL draft. Yeah, really. Um, it's like the I quarterbacks think... in the draft. All of our all of our football heads out there that also are movie nerds. Um, yeah, last year I loved Nomadland. I was so excited to see that win. I, I had Frances McDormand locked in. I was rooting for her. I was rooting for the movie. And I was a um, promising one woman guy. Like I really liked that that movie a lot. There was there was there was good stuff last year. Yeah, I like a lot of these movies, uh, and I was happy to go see them, but. Again, I'm not really pounding down the door. Uh, maybe Dune, Dune. You're you're a big Dune dude. If if that had been nominated for director, maybe. But it's not like you love the performances in Dune. It, it's mostly just the spectacle that just amazed me, and I was like so enthralled by the achievement. Um, yeah, there's no complete package or just. Uh, but again, I guess maybe Coda is kind of that heartwarming story that like Nomadland really spoke spoke to me and. It's like a really sweet um, but poignant story. This is, you know, I, I don't know. We're, we're, so we're, what's, where's, where's your vote going? Power of the Slog. You got Power of the Dog winning Best Picture. Mm-hmm. I've got Coda winning Best Picture. There we go. I like it. I like that. I like that we we normally don't pick the same Best Picture. By the way. Yeah. Did uh, did we both have Parasite? No, I did not have Parasite. You had Parasite, but I still won that year because yeah. you, you made too many weird picks like you did this year. So, um, but yeah, uh, I think this year I'm I'm picking chalk here and I'm going with Power of the Slog. It could be Coda. I also, you guys have all heard my opinions twice on that movie. I think it's a nice movie. I, I do not see achievement in filmmaking in, in that movie. Like a, nice, um, a nice little movie, but I'm not yeah. giving it Best Picture nomination. It won't go down as it'll be like a green book, or I just don't see it being remembered. I, I think this is too think... high an award. I just I I'm just going with momentum. SAG award and producers guild. Producers guild is huge. that's a big deal. That's a really big yeah. deal. It definitely wake, wakes you up. So actually, we're pretty different. 
up and yeah. down this ballot. Now this that is going to be a fun. Uh, it's going to be a wild Oscars. night. So we will be live streaming if you guys are interested. Go to the Analysis of TV and Movie Podcast uh, Instagram. We'll probably do the last hour. We're not going to do all four hours. Uh, Cameron Dodge White has said he's going to join. Uh, friend of the podcast, Greg Ott, will wow. will be joining us. Uh, so many friends coming on uh, to chat. Uh, Rub Grabowski. So we're, we're going to have some have good you reached, Have you reached out to these people? Rob's got nothing going on. So very <laughs> confident he'll come. That'd be, so, yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, Barry Irving, hour. maybe. Well, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get some guests coming on in the final hour. We'll just have a, so. we'll, we'll just have a Zoom thing going, and people can pop in. Yeah, we'll pop it. Pop, lock, All and right. drop it. So, right, the analysis cool, of TV I, and movie podcast. Come join us, guys. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm feeling uh, nervous, but I'm excited to, to watch. I, I feel like I'm going to get a bump with my parlay here, and then the, the rest, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you've made some, you've made some bold choices. You know, I think that that animated that's that's bold. So we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, it's like when you went against my octopus teacher last year, and I thought I had you until yeah. Francis McDormand. That but. was a mistake. I I did like the movie Time, um, but octopus teacher, yeah, just a runaway train yeah. of a success. Well, there right, we cool. go. Yeah, they're locked in. That's final. Enjoy the Oscars, everybody, as as much as possible, which is probably not not a lot, but <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see, and then we'll be back to talk about uh, the outcomes here, as well as the hosting job by the uh, three hosts. And can't wait. Can't wait. And with that, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to wash those hands. Stay safe. We'll see you down the road. Kurt Warner, Matt Hayes, goodbye. No, no way. Chubby chop. We both picked No Time to Die for the song, by the way. Hope you enjoyed.